Hey, this is Romancing the Zone, a podcast about a podcast about boys playing tabletop games. I'm Nell Bailey. I'm Brittany Bailey. And I'm Ann Kern. Let's roll. That's a 10. (laughs) (laughs) If this was an amnesty week... We'd be crushing it. Not an amnesty. We can't keep counting on amnesty to pull us through, you guys. This is just a solid midway point. This one means it's up to us. Do you want to use Indomitable? Ooh. Ooh. Let's do it. It's a 10 again. So I think... It's just fate. It's fine. We'll work it out. We'll get there. It's just what it wants to be. Mm Mm-hmm. We have to overcome the obstacles here. All right. So uh, welcome back, everybody. Thank you. It's good to be back. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy anniversary, ladies. I have for us (laughs) a gluten-free, egg-free, dairy-free cake. It falls apart on your fork. You're not going to get it to your mouth. (laughs) No. But I'm guessing it's going to be good. I don't know. But I just, yeah, I'm totally jazzed that we made it here. I think that's a sign of something. It's definitely a sign. That is. That's good. Yeah. That we're doing amazing. Perseverance, if nothing else. It's a sign we have awesome (laughs) listeners that we love. Thank you, guys. Yes. Check it out. I mean, that's the only reason I do it is because they're depending on me. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) They need to know. What are our thoughts? But we made it. Happy Halloween. We made it to Halloween. Happy. We made it over a year on our show. Yeah, so many what's... good things happening. Brittany's birthday was That's right. just a week before Halloween. Yes. Happy belated birthday. October Thanks. was a lot. Yeah. Happy birthday, Thank B. Thank you. It was a good one. I did nothing, which is Hell all you yeah. can hope for when you're an adult. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but here's your birthday present. This episode of okay. The Jay. Adventure Zone. No joke. It really was. I was so... It came early. A whole day early, mm-hmm. which was just a true delight. It's our Transformers boys. <laughs> Halloween mm-hmm. miracle. The boys. And the Halloween focus. Dracula focus. I was <laughs> beyond delighted. I was briefly very confused when the episode came out on a Wednesday. <laughs> it took me a hot second. I was like... Because I just assumed that maybe I don't know what day it is. Sure. And that it was actually Thursday and I had lost Fair Wednesday. Fair enough. But I hadn't. <laughs> but you hadn't. Well, and the only reason I realized it came out was because you, we, of course, have our shared chat on Twitter. And Anne, all of a sudden, I'm getting a message from her saying, like, oh, the episode's up. I was like, hold on. Do I know what day it is? <laughs> right. I thought I'd stroked out for a minute. It was scary. I am old now. Listen, we're all just so busy. <laughs> so we all were at a party and heard some weird music and wound up at a weird castle that we Pretty didn't know much. we were going to be at and didn't know how we got That's there. That's literally <laughs> what happened to them. It happened to us. Can I just say, I do love, like, getting us right into the episode here. I love that um, they're all still partying together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I was like sweet. that they had the option to have been at separate parties. Yeah. And I wonder what would have happened if they had chosen that. Like, I assume they would all still end up at the castle Wander together. Away. Yeah. But that could have been neat, too. It's like they just show, like, oh, oh, oh. Oh, I thought you were washing your hair tonight. Mmm. Look who's Mm. at another party. (laughs) Mm. Look who's also taco. Mm. Yeah, that would have been kind of awkward if Magnus had been at a different party dressed as taco. Uh (laughs) Which taco outfit do you think he stole this time? Oh. I I don't know. First question. He's got so many good ones. (laughs) 
He's always got a good one. Taco. I want to say I'm... he stole the sizzling up with taco outfit. A oh, classic taco. he went really mm. on brand. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anne? I, I don't know. I was I had a different answer, but I think I'm inclined to agree with that because I'm trying to imagine Magnus fitting into any of Taco's <laughs> clothes, even badly. And I'm thinking at some point he might have given up and just gone with the apron. And only the apron. Just the Filthy apron. boy. <laughs> just the apron. The apron and a hat. That's Which Taco it. has done several times, so let's not play games here. It's a very different show, and I'm into it. It's a little blue. <laughs> So important, important question. Do you guys know what Captain Ron looks like? Yes. Yeah. Our mom loves that movie. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I figured there was like a 50-50 chance whether or not you had seen Captain yes. Ron and had a strong mental image Deborah of, Bailey of what, of what this look was like. would not let us go without knowing this. I know what he looks like. I have not seen the movie. <laughs> You've just seen the DVD cover because it was always in the truck. Only seen it. it was always in the truck. She loves Captain Ron. <laughs> I wish Apparently mom listened so to Taco. Does too. Oh, our mother would never touch the show with a ten foot pole. She'll never know. Oh God. And but a yeah, footstool. so I do know. And oh. then the footstool. And a footstool. Which that's the one I was like, wow, what a great co- like. Where where did Clint get that? Did he see that somewhere? Did he just think it was a great idea? Right. A good goon? Was he just watching Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> well, he's short and he has a wooden oh. arm, so oh, I, I guess I it kind of makes sense. Oh, my that. God, Anne. That's the cutest answer. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's such a funny visual. <laughs> and that he had it so it quickly. Really That's what just... Clint. Clint is a revelation. He is. He's just <laughs> such... He's such a surprise because you think he'd be... I don't know. I don't know. But And that's the same for any of them. That, like... Anybody could be tripped up and, like, suddenly caught off guard by any question or whatever. But Mm -hmm. I feel like these boys are such professionals that there's always an answer, Mm -hmm. even if it's a footstool. Clint was really on that. Although I do like to think about Merle, like, Mm -hmm. being last minute and not knowing what his costume is going (laughs) to be. And just looking around the room being, like, lamp, table, footstool. Or just strapped like a couch cushion onto his back. I'm a footstool. What's up? <laughs> Put a tassel on. It does seem like it would be a really awkward costume at a party, regardless of how you interpreted what that meant. Because every time you explained that, you wonder if it would be a problem that people would say, like, well, you have to show me now. And then they would put their feet on right. you. Especially if you're small. It does seem like it could go badly for you. Sure. And then when do you move? Do you just let them keep sitting there with their feet on you? It was a risk. It was a risky costume. Classic morale. Mm-hmm. Maybe he was just jumping up and surprising people. <laughs> Shouting footstool. <laughs> <laughs> Took a page right out of Magnus's book there. <laughs> so this is where a reveal to the art audience that I only listened to this once and I did not take notes as I listened. So my notes are just what I can remember from the episode. Um, were they at Magnus's party? Magnus, yes. He... I think they were trying to say that he uh, is normally the organizer for whatever outing they're doing. Like, Magnus is the glue yeah. that keeps this group yeah. together. And I think party Griffin boy. interpreted that as, it's Magnus's party. Like, Magnus put it on through the party. God. He's hosting. And they okay. went with it. And I'm like, that's great. Let's do this. <laughs> sure. But the important thing is, like we said, they're all together together. 
all in their great costumes. Um, and then they suddenly get tranced away from the party, yes? Yes. Yeah, they hear this music that they follow in a trance. Okay. Like we all have from and time this... to time. We've all been there. <laughs> and then this uh, weird, like, crazy spectral castle appears yeah. above them. In like, like a, they're in, on the in, like, edge a of a... Bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're on. I think I I interpreted it very. Um, and we've talked about this before. Super Mario RPG and the Seven Stars, Legend of the Seven Stars. Love it. Pardon me, my gracious. <laughs> Forgiven. When they go to the bluffs and you see Bowser's castle off in the distance. Mm. That's how I see. Yeah, it. I think it's I think it's that kind mm-hmm. of yeah, it's that kind of thing because there's like a cliff there and then it's sort yeah, yeah. of the sea. you know up above up above them with yeah. a rainbow road. Although I I mean. Mm. Yeah. I, I did I did very much enjoy there there are very few things that amuse me, like really bad perception roles, especially <laughs> on something really obvious, like a giant castle. Uh, yeah. uh, fair. <laughs> I was just I was so proud of Clint for remembering perception and rolling yeah. that. And yeah, then that was a good in call. true Clint yeah. flat fashion, rolling a two. It's like, oh bless just you. Beefing it. You can't control the dice, you can just control how you use yes. it. That's true. Love that. Uh, this is where, hang on, sorry, I had two different trains of thought going. Um, and we might cut this from the show, but I'm going to say it anyway because it made me think of it. I love that line, and and that reminds me, this past weekend when I was hanging out with my friends in Chicago, I brag. told them the same thing you told me, total brag, when we were in Atlanta, <laughs> when Anne said, and this brag. is a message for everyone. You go so many places. <laughs> total brag. The, the message <laughs> Anne said to me was, hey. We're here for a good time, not a long time. Oh. Right? I did not originate that song. She totally made there. it up on the fly. That is an anism <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so anyway, just uh, keep that in mind, everybody. I like that line. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so this is where we really, though, I think, like we were saying, with remembering perception, and even though you can't control what the dice are going to do, that is where you do see... Unfortunately, but not terribly, like the, the the obvious passage of time of how long it's been since they've been playing consistently Dungeons mm-hmm. and Dragons. Yeah, yeah. It's rough to get back, you know, to switch game systems oh, yeah. and, then, and then get your head back in it. So I'm always impressed when when they have been able to do that because it, it definitely is hard. And I mean, I think in this in this case, it was just like a coincidence that they all got bad perception uh-huh. rules and, and Griffin had to... I, I did. I did very much like Griffin saying, um, but then the plot keeps moving forward because it was taking too long. That he just has to be like, okay, no, we're just going to move right. move ahead with this regardless of what mm-hmm. happened. Yeah, just go. Because sometimes you have to, and and it would have been a, a terrible. Well, nothing would have happened in the episode for one thing, but it would have been a terrible pity to lose Griffin's beautiful description of this castle. Right. Uh, this very dramatic castle. But I'm glad it happened the way it did because then we got an amazing back and forth from Justin and Travis. That was just so fucking funny. They're talking about Travis or Magnus is describing everything and talks like, ooh, mm, oh, yeah. I just it was perfect. (laughs) And I would like to stress to everybody, you should listen to that on one and a half speed if you have the option, because it makes it so much better even. Oh, I will believe that. I mean, and that's really why we show up Uh, always, always and forever. We will show up for these episodes. Um, I mean, as if, you know, we know that they're going to be great anyway, but hearing these guys play these characters is just, 
a real gift. A, that's the true Halloween miracle here. <laughs> but they do end up going over this rainbow bridge to the castle. And do they meet Dracula right away? Well, first... Well, no, because they because Griffin has to describe a bunch of stuff. And, and they're trying to play D&D real hard. So Justin has to do, like... Another, I think it was another perception role, like inside while they're trying to sort of figure out what what the deal is with this castle, and then they get to the end that there's a person there at the very end who presumably was like standing there the whole time, where they're like, like, hang on, let me check out the woodwork real quick and look for traps. After we get a vocab lesson, not really a vocab lesson, but have you guys had you heard the word Stygian before? Nope. Yes. See, I had not. Yeah, smarty pants. <laughs> Anne was the one. She was like, I get this. Like, she was one of the people in the audience. Like, good good use of the word, yeah. Griffin. I was. Yeah. I, so Justin calls out the audience at this point, it, it, apparently not believing how many people allegedly knew what Stygian mm-hmm. meant. But I do know what Stygian means, and I do know the origin of the word. What? Man. I, you know, I was a very lonely child, maybe. And were you a homeschooled spelling bee champion? Uh, briefly, briefly. Uh, I was not a spelling okay. bee champion. It never came up. I, I was, never I was in really bee, hoping but, for that um, duo. No, I did. I did do like advanced vocabulary in middle school. Mm-hmm. They just sort of kept giving me words God, that, that, that I could never use in a sentence. Yes. Oh, they just ran no. out of words for me, honestly. So <laughs> I just started making it was, some up. It was, I mean, some of them, they were so ridiculous and specific that you couldn't possibly use them. Mm-hmm. So Stygian technically isn't just darkness. It's darkness associated specifically with the river sticks. What? In the or the band sticks. Love it. Well, yeah, or the band sticks, I guess. Tommy Shaw. Have you guys seen his arms? Stygian darkness. <laughs> James Young. <laughs> But but I, it's like it's more it's more generic than that in use now. I mean, it's like a really mm-hmm. dramatic way to just say like it's super dark though. <laughs> so it's not like you know it's not I, but like it works. It's a very it's a very particular word that totally fits in this scenario. <laughs> I can tell you that Justin did make me doubt myself, Justin. and I did subsequently <laughs> look this word up because I was like, isn't it like the river sticks? And I looked it up, and and uh, Google does have like a dictionary listing that shows the uh, use in print over time, and it has been a real steep slide down from 1800. <laughs> just in general. With the word Stygian, just like, it's kind of tipping back up a little bit, maybe, so this could be the renaissance for Stygian mm, darkness. I back. want to check the, um, yeah, the Google searches for it now, and like that little jump. Oh, it's going to On jump. Halloween, like, I was like, what is, what? <laughs> People Stygian, Googling you it, yeah. say. They're like, oh, the witches must have been up and about and at work. <laughs> Halloween. Hades, have you returned? <laughs> Were you visiting us here on this mortal plane? Yes. <laughs> the answer, of course. What are you guys doing? Yes. My God. But so then they meet Dracula, All right. right? Yeah. Yes. Then Dracula's there. Which Griff delivers and... a perfect Dracula. Oh, holy I shit. Was, I was absolutely wiping tears <laughs> out of my eyes listening to Griffin do this voice. It just destroyed me. I, I don't even know what it was specifically, but it did. Never before have I wanted to be at a live show so much <laughs> as to watch him do You know he's loving it. Oh, like he's you, loving every second yeah. of having to do this voice. They were having so much fun with this one. They say it right in the descriptions, but you could yeah. tell listening to it. Mm-hmm. You could also potentially hear some sounds that sounded like Justin putting his head down on the table and banging. So <laughs> I think they were definitely, they were as entertained as we were, which is always the be- the best kind of live show. Absolutely agree. 
And so did Dracula, essentially he like wants them to be his brides, right? Well, sort of. He says that he has a, a business opportunity for them. And it's a little bit unclear at that point exactly what that means. Like you do to a bride. Because yeah. he sort of says like it's, well, he says like it's a blood bank. Oh, it's, I mean, it sounds right. ominous, but he's not very specific. So yeah. at this point, it's just like I want, he says he wants to make a presentation right. to them, like to try to recruit them <laughs> to join it's his business. very business savvy. Yes. I like the reveal that this is not the Dracula. Oh, just a Dracula. But just another yeah. vampire named Dracula, mm-hmm. such as two bus drivers <laughs> named Keith. Yeah, that, that one really got me, too. <laughs> this, part, this part of this episode was, I will, I will listen to this on, on Stygian evenings <laughs> when I need to pick me up. That's going to be the thing that makes you hold on there. <laughs> But yes, yeah, so Dracula basically pitches to them like there are these three challenges and then you're going to get these key spheres that you're going to use to put in this gargoyle and it will open access to the upstairs, which I guess is like where his den is. It's not really completely clear. Um, and uh, yeah, so they're like, I, you know, how are we supposed to do this? And I, I think you're you're probably really in trouble trouble if Dracula himself tells you not to split the party, which was their initial instinct. Like three challenges, three of us. Mm-hmm. They all wanted to do different things. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. each thought they would take a different different one of the rooms, which is a bad choice. Yes, always keep your party together. Disney World, Dungeons and Dragons, same idea. Keep your party together. <laughs> so, did Magnus want to go to the ballroom? Was that one of them? Yes. Magnus yeah, I think wanted Magnus the ballroom. Taco, Taco wanted, wanted the, kitchen. the kitchen, and then Merle wanted the. La- la- I I know they keep calling it laboratory. I thought you said the lavatory. <laughs> I thought he That's did make what that I joke. Heard. If they didn't, I I do not think they did. What? Unless well, they one of them made it an opportunity. Gold. Well, sometimes you know they're talking over each other. You don't catch something, True. so That's you never true. know. <laughs> But they do go to the ballroom first. Mm-hmm. Yes. Baby Magnus gets I was his really leg. hoping for a ball pit, but oh, no, it was that an actual fun. ballroom. Right. Showbiz pizza style. Which is like a bunch of basketballs hanging around. LOL. <laughs> so they get into I'm the... all about the bad jokes this time. She... I'm telling you, you're our Merle. <laughs> so they go into the ballroom. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Listen, I love you both. That's a compliment. Um... <laughs> And there's the vial. Yeah, and the disco so it's ball. like this dark, this dark ballroom, and they can see, I guess, just the disco ball. Yeah, and this this potion, and then these big curtains like that are blocking out the light. Right, what light there is, so they can't really see what's going on. And every time they try to dance, they get punched or kicked or something. Kicked in the face, boot yeah. to the head. Yeah, yeah, it's some kind of metaphor for something <laughs> that like all three of them in a row are like, well, I'm just gonna go out there and dance, and then get kicked in the face. <laughs> Just like all in a sequence. <laughs> now it's my turn, they say. Uh, but so right. I do. <laughs> well, the go? Magnus just wants Taco to go again. Like, not even <laughs> try anything different. Taco, your just turn. Just to forget, Magnus is the one who ordered Taco to go booty tooch when they were in Wonderland. So <laughs> Magnus maybe isn't the person to ask here. Well, Magnus did start dancing first. That's but true. But that was just for himself. I don't even think yes. that was to solve the challenge. I think he just really wanted to throw down. He didn't just come here to dance, if you know what he means. Do you know what he means? <laughs> um, but so I like that, like, when it comes to the this potion or this vial that they see, 
all of them are like, okay, not it. And they essentially rock, paper, scissors it. Like, this is very, this yeah. is a scary thing to do. And Taco loses. <laughs> Especially since it was his suggestion uh-huh. that they do it that way in the first place because he was trying to throw everybody else under the bus. Right. Both Taco uh-huh. and Justin, I think. Oh, for sure. Didn't want to take that hit. And I think that makes sense, like, is a dynamic in the universe that this seems like a believable thing yes. that Merle and Taco and Magnus would do that, you know, whether they had dice or they do rock, paper, scissors or whatever that, or they draw straws, that this is the kind of thing that has happened before. Absolutely. Like, I don't want to do it. You do it. I'm willing, I'm willing to put your life on the line to drink this potion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it does. It ends up coming out of the back. It has to be Taco. And he gets even more dope than he already is. <laughs> Which seems impossible. Wizards now. That's right. Though I will. Never mind. No, tell me. I was. (laughs) I was just gonna get. You can't say it so wistfully. (laughs) I was just gonna get nitpicky. Never mind. (laughs) I was just gonna get nitpicky about how he lost some of his his his, uh, flip wizardliness in Wonderland. I remember that. Yup. Never forget. I've listened to the balance arc about 18,000 times, so I know all of these <laughs> Had he gone down, much. he went from a plus four to a plus two or a plus right. one. So he's still like a fucking flip wizard, but just for yeah. what it's worth, he wasn't quite as. So this probably he's, brought it back and I then I assume some. he's just as flippy. Yeah. He like, he feels his old self coming <laughs> he's like, to coming hold play. on. And then he goes and he like fucking, oh, well, because they do, they, do they talk to the, because they made a ghost here. Yes, so they're, they're all, mm-hmm. even even after the potion, Taco still gets hit in the face. Yeah, it so happens sometimes. It's, it's not enough. We dancers know that this um, is just what happens. So they, do they pull the curtains down they, before they talk to the ghost? Because oh, they notice the curtains after. moving. Hold on. Yeah. I got all this. Go. Because Taco, <laughs> Magnus wants Taco to dance again. Taco's Match. Like, hold on. Maybe it's the style of music. I'm going to look for some records. And Griffin, <laughs> oh, I assume yes, at this yes. point, is banging his head on the table <laughs> saying, holy shit, <laughs> why are you doing this? Roll perception to see if you find some records. You don't see any records, but you see fucking <laughs> the windows, the curtains rustling. And every time they move a little bit, that gray light from the eclipse comes in and you can see like kind of like quick, quick images, just, yeah. I assume, just like in Haunted Mansion. Yeah, yeah. That's where my mind went too. Yeah, so I think they they do pull the curtain. They pull one of the curtains down and see all of the ghosts on the floor. And then they notice that there's one who's not dancing, who's sitting alone. Total bummer. And they go and talk to her, which is how they find out what the kind of scenario is that all of these people were adventurers who were trying to kill Dracula, who failed, and are now stuck there. Yeah, it's very, very Hotel California Dancing the night away. Mm-hmm. And it is genuinely spooky. I yeah. think. Yeah, you know the 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 visual image of this is actually like legit creepy. It's a little bit romantic, defo haunting, defo creepy, say, and sad. Are the ghosts at least having fun? Did they ever look at their faces? Like, is it like the red shoes where they have to dance? I mean, she's choosing not to dance, so I'm assuming they're like, yeah. "Well, we're here. Let's make the most of it." Yeah, although they also specify, and, and uh, Travis clarifies that the, the ones on the dance floor are all in pairs. So I don't know if they just had, like, an odd number of dead adventurers. Mm. So she was going to be left, uh, somebody was going to get left out no matter what. And she was like, well, I didn't want to dance anyway. And they were like, okay, cool. Um, so the rest of us will be compelled to dance, but you don't. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Maybe her adventuring partner got away. Maybe her Everyone adventuring else came partner in was teams. Dracula. 
<laughs> Maybe. Well, something happened. We don't. We don't know. So she has no partner, and that's why she doesn't want to dance. I'm going. With I don't that know. One. I was. I was kind of distracted by Griffin's amazing ghost voice. It was very Fair. good. He was really crushing it on the uh, the vocal performances this episode. Brought that A game. But so we, this is where we learn from her. Like you said, that everybody here failed this attempt at killing Dracula. And that sh- her weapon is here somewhere. Mm-hmm. And that it and must have dope. come close. Yes. Yeah. And Drac is afraid of it. And he would try to burn it. Mm-hmm. And um, so. I think at this point, now that we know this, Taco's finally like, okay, now watch this shit. And he like fucking throws down. And I really like the visual here of like, I could see it of somehow the way that like Griffin was describing it and like that dope role that Taco made. I could picture him kind of like dancing through everybody and getting yeah. to the middle and then looking up and being like, yeah. oh, this is the thing I need. Then he he grabs the disco ball and does every. Does it stop everything, or does he just have it now? He has the keys. Yeah, no, it kind of, like, the disco it's... ball sort of disintegrates. Like, the exterior, all the mirrors fall off, and then there's another, like, a black ball inside that's the actual key sphere. And when that that's happens, it. all of the ghosts vanish. There it is. Okay, thank you. They're released back into the wild. Yeah. Or they're oh, just wow. not visible anymore. Who knows? Ooh. It's possible that Man, was that was what keep happened. Keep it positive. They're released into <laughs> well, the wild. All right, they're back in. They're they're in the afterlife now. They're fine. <laughs> Kravitz now is like, Pokemon. oh, did my boyfriend send all of you? <laughs> Welcome. I'll take care of you. He was a wizard and he got us out. He's like, that's my boy. <laughs> Come with me. And it was just so nice and happy. And that's the end of our episode. Thank you so much, everybody. Just kidding. <laughs> Let's go to the kitchen. Yes, and and Griffin makes a very good. House Hunters HGTV joke because because Travis I think it was asked about the backsplash in yes. the kitchen as he's describing it, uh, which was very important to me personally as a human. <laughs> he didn't say it was subway tile, did he? He just said it was very nice and that no one would no one would complain. He just said it was attractive. He did not say what it was. I assume it's not subway tile because that's getting passe already. Uh, right? So. Sorry, anybody out there with subway tile. I still like it. It's still classic. You can revisit it, but. It's maybe not the most fashionable thing right now. There you go. I have and no probably idea a little, what the a little hell you guys are class saying. A. It's too day class A for Dracula because it sounds like this is very like gold and that's what I'm thinking over the too. top fancy. It's definitely a smaller pattern, if you will. And then is here. I've left. I've gotten a drink. Well, and speaking of which, is it, does Merle have the drink in the kitchen? He does. Well, now they roll to see who gets it. Right. Like highest wins and gets to drink it. Right. And Merle drinks this mm-hmm. one. And I assume it increases his perception. Yes. Because suddenly he notices everything. And he notices a lot of power coming out of the oven, where perhaps a witch lives, or mm. maybe <laughs> a very good weapon. Mm. Could be. And now this is the part I thought you were getting excited about, because Taco pulls his hair up. You guys. And goes to get the whip, <laughs> or goes to get the thing out of the oven, and it is a whip. And See, it is badass. And he hands it immediately to Magnus. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he picks it up with a thumb and a forefinger. Very smart. He's a smart boy. Um, mm-hmm. And hands it over like, here, take this. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I... I don't know how to use it. Thank you. <laughs> I remember in the moment listening to it, loving that he pulled his hair back. I was like, yep, been there. Got it. Uh, mm-hmm. Somehow mm-hmm. on my um, quick jotting of notes in the five minutes before we got on call with each other, I'd forgotten to mention that. So <laughs> thank you so much for bringing it up. 
It's very important. <laughs> no problem. I, I better tell you that you both you both skipped right past the Beauty and the Beast musical number <laughs> straight to Taco's ponytail. I know where your priorities are, and I respect them. I'm amazed Brittany didn't. I forgot about this. What happened? Uh, the so the they, spatula they... comes to life and oh, starts talking. I forgot and what they... it was. I didn't write that it was a spatula. <laughs> Well, but I mean, I did it's, say it's, they totally reword be our guest to avoid copyright. Oh, it's yeah. visit us, visit <laughs> us. I forgot. It's that. very good. I did in all caps write the teacup trying to attack Magnus is incredible. That's that was my favorite part. Mm. Chip, get the fuck back in the That cabinet. is definitely the part oh, I want animated the most. Yeah. That specific moment. That's fair. <laughs> so that one's good. good. I'm just going to do a quick, I'll focus on the animatic that's just Taco pulling his hair back. <laughs> Ooh. Lots of animatic opportunities in this one. So many. If only why we're talented. Can we just have the whole thing, like, animated by the Castlevania people? Is that Ooh, is that a thing? Could they do this? Anne, yes. <laughs> OVA. Who's got an in? I'll talk to somebody. <laughs> Tweet it out. Let's see what happens. <laughs> What's the worst that can happen? You guys never hear from me again. <laughs> and were you going to say something well, else? Yeah, I was just going to say that poor Magnus in the... Well, no, it's definitely the cabinet. But I, I'm also entertained okay. that Magnus, in the course of this, that they're in a kitchen, which is not necessarily an inherently... Well, it is fairly dangerous. A lot of accidents happen in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, not usually from, like, living living utensils but but poor magnus is the only one who gets hurt like both of the things that he opens he gets attacked (laughs) and taco and merle are just like you know well it's a liquor cabinet (laughs) right yeah everyone is searching the same amount it's not like magnus you look around we're just gonna hang out over here with the talking spatula like everyone's kind (laughs) of getting their nose in but only Magnus is activating any traps, and it's yeah. Incredible. I mean, you would think that like poor Merle would have gotten punched in the face by a bottle of Fireball or something. Like I don't know. Oh my gosh. I mean, maybe he metaphorically was. Oh, <laughs> 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 up top. <laughs> no, he's too he's too perceptive right now. That's true. He That's sees true. All. He just has a very uh, distinguished toast with the Fireball. Ooh yeah. Where do they find the um the key piece in this? In it's in the freezer. Oh. Yeah, it's in it's in the freezer after the after the icicles fly out. In the pie with all the pigeons. I wrote pie question mark. I couldn't remember. What? <laughs> Were you just hungry for pie? I mean, I'm always hungry for pie. You can't Sorry, blame a girl. Making pie? Question mark. But okay, so it was in the freezer. Icicles yeah, attack them. The How do I not remember this? Yes. Yeah, their icicles fly out of the freezer at Magnus and do do some damage oh. while they're still singing. Apparently, Magnus. That's what I think we need to remember. This whole time, there is still a Broadway style show going on <laughs> yes. all around them. <laughs> up up until the point that they find the key sphere, and then they all sort of slowly perish Ew, yeah. <laughs> while still singing. Which so the creep factor in the ballroom was kind of like. The actual ghosts in this one, it's like, oh, and now it's like, you found it. Ooh, now we're all going to stop singing. No, Although these may also have been adventurers. We don't know. Probably. These could have also <gasps> been people. Who brought their child? Super Mario rules. Remember what I told you about the blocks? <gasps> yes. Yeah. Residents of Mushroom Kingdom. Never. Never bring that up again. Ugh. We're all blocking that out. We're all blocking that I'm gonna out. I'm going to bring it up every week from now. Nightmares again. <laughs> Call my therapist. 
He's like, is it the Mario blocks again? You're like, yes. Just listen. <laughs> my sister's the worst. I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> uh, so they get the, sec- the second key sphere. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then they go on to a completely nightmare-free zone, a laboratory. That's right. Or a laboratory, depending. Depending. How- laboratory sounds way more dramatic. It does. Laboratory. It depends on whether or not you watched Dexter's Lab. Yes. <laughs> Who grew up? Who was raised by Dexter's Lab? You say laboratory. Let's face some facts here. I'm going to be real with everybody. I initially couldn't even remember what the third room was. And then my notes say, oh, lab. And then Frankenstein's exclamation point. So if you girls want to. Do you want one of us to do it? Yeah. To describe it? Please just remind me. Uh, do you want me to do it, Brittany, or you? I mean, do you just want me to? You describe and I'll react. Because Magnus gets the potion here. I'll start us off. Magnus gets the yes. potion. Okay. Yes. And and, and this, what does it increase? There's this huge machine with these Tesla coils on top of it, which of course Clint cannot let the opportunity for a dad joke pass by. So I have to mention that. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So and there's like two sheets and two figures underneath and a lever that points one way or the other <laughs> towards one of the two bodies. Love it. Right. And this is the labyrinth door, doggy puppet. Yes, more or less. Yes, they they don't they don't know. And one of us always lies, but we don't know this yet. (laughs) Oh, right. Well, we we find out pretty quickly because almost immediately after Magnus drinks the potion, if there's something he can pull or press, he's going to do it without thinking. So he does activate. Well, he he tries to activate the machine. Does it work the first time? Because it isn't plugged in. No. Right. Yeah, it doesn't work the first time. So, oh, yeah, he does, Magnus does an investigation check and rolls really well and then determines, as you would with a 17, that that the machine is unplugged. Yeah. This is a common IT problem. Which I imagine would have been a whole thing if he had not, if he had not rolled well. (laughs) Oh, jeez. It would have taken us an extra 10 minutes in this room. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I bet uh, Taco would have had to cast, like, lightning. Mm. And then that's how I think it was supposed to start. Yeah, yeah. That's that's an interesting. I like that idea. Possible solution, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they do plug it in. Plug it in. Plug yeah, it in. Yeah, they they plug it in and this they turn it on, and yeah. one of the Frankenstein sits up and tells them which one of the two buttons will give them the key sphere. Right. In another very delightful voice, I just want to say it was. And then it was. Yes, I do remember this. Clint still on his game uses zone of truth. Yes, the one which of the most the strategic possible uses. <laughs> And even Griffin just had totally forgot about it. It was like, oh shit, there goes (laughs) goes the whole puzzle. (laughs) It's like when he makes doors that are locked and Taco's like, cool, I have this hole thrower. It's like, oh yeah, babe, you gotta remember. (laughs) Say, they got a lot of shit in their arsenal. Griffin, you just set up the entire board game of Mousetrap and Magnus just stepped on it. He didn't like, (laughs) wasn't malicious. He just like slowly put a foot down. On the entire board game of Mousetrap. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, but I do adore these Frankenstein's. They're adorable. Yeah, yeah. Griffin's Griffin's mic work was very on point. That as they oh they are God. turning the lever, and he's like, "Oh no, it's gonna kill me!" And then he's leaning away what from the mic, so it like fades out. It was very good. It was extraordinarily effective. Yeah. And uh, Magnus tries to invite the one Frankenstein to be a part of their team. They're trying to build yeah, a group they of were, monsters, they were... which I was really hoping they'd do that. They were so close to building their own monster squad. Oh, I really wish good. they could have. I'm here for that. Maybe another day. Maybe another OVA. But for now, they just have the key sphere, right? 
Mm-hmm. And then that's they get all the third days. one, and they go back to the entry hall so that they can put it in the gargoyle and activate it. Right. And a fun chan- turn of events, Taco rushes in. True. Did you guys notice that? He's the I one who's like, that, I rushed yeah. in. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm all turned around. What day is it? Wednesday? Thursday? Who knows? This is Taco's the one day in. of the year. <laughs> Where it turns out, Taco and Magnus have swapped because Magnus is dressed as Taco. <gasps> that's it. Oh my god, that was it. That's that's the reason. There it is. And they shove the spheres in the gargoyle's ass, mm-hmm. and he turns Just. into Upsy's gargoyle friend. The elevator. Another really cool description, even though they had to rush through it because oh they were god. running out of time before the intermission. But it, it is really cool that he, he this somehow this like activates and the wings open up and then there's like an elevator inside it it's very cool yeah um it reminded me a little bit of like when they go to dumbledore's office in the harry potter movies how it's like a whole sequence oh yeah yeah jeez i have blocked that out i have no idea what you're talking about everybody go watch the harry potter movies which one all of them they always go to dumbledore's office (laughs) i think the the longest version of that's in the first one i think probably i'm not sure i just know in the first one we all left a graduation party because <laughs> I think I had discovered how to get to the bonus bonus uh, features because you mm. had to choose the correct bricks. <laughs> it was a whole big thing. That's all I remember. I that is that. my peak memory of <laughs> the, the Harry that Potter was my DVD. High school graduation. Oh God, that was so long ago. <laughs> Listen, we're all old here, <laughs> and um, then we have intermission, and we all took a pee. That's right. Now we're all back from intermission. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, should we do a sponsor read or something? But we don't have any. Not yet. No sponsors. Maybe so Dracula did... will be our sponsor. Uh, or Count Chocula. Ooh. That could be a good one. Sidebar. I'm going to cut this part out. But um, there's this joke in Overwatch. Not even a joke, but Lucio. You all know Lucio. He's the very mm-hmm. sweet, cute mm-hmm. angel baby. Of course. Um. Yes. One of his little, like, you can put up little, like, sprays on zones and whatnot. One of his is, like, a fake cereal box that is called Lucio O's. And so um, those are going to be real now. Kellogg's is making Lucio O's, and I'm very excited about (gasps) it. Oh, my God. I I love when that shit happens so much. I never eat cereal, but now I will because Lucio is going to be on the box. All right, keep this shit in. <laughs> Cereal's the fucking best because you're drinking and you're eating at the same time. I mean... I love cereal. If I could only eat cereal, I would. You could. But it is not nutritionally sound. No, it's not. I can't do it. I have a sponsor read <gasps> in the sense that they're not paying us at all. Justin has a show oh, called good. The Empty Bowl, oh, yeah. which is about ah. cereal, which you should listen to. <laughs> I should definitely listen to that. It sounds like it's right up your alley, Brittany. It's less of a sponsor read and more of a shameless plug for somebody else, but it is good. Fair enough. It sounds so nice. Just the empty bowl. It just sounds nice. It's very calming. Good job, Justin. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. I'll do it. But so do they try to team up with Dracula? I don't remember. They kind of do. Well, so Dracula offers to sire them and make them businessmen vampires. Slash wives. And what? Slash wives. Yes, of course. As all business ventures turn into marriages, it's what happens. (laughs) Um, and at first, Taco is all in. He is 100% behind this. Fuck until yes. Magnus reminds him, there's going to be meetings. And then Taco no Fuck longer no. is interested. I get it. So they all say no. They, they pass. They pass, essentially. They pass, yeah. But they a, pass on this, I th- yes. 
Yeah, I think I think part of it was uh, was just the fashion statement because Dracula does specify to Taco that black leather trenches are in, not capes. Right. And I mean, I, you know, no capes seems like a deal breaker. It would definitely depend on the trench. Like I, it, listen, mm-hmm. if I'm wearing like Gamora's jacket from Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm in. But if it's, like, a duster that isn't going to show any of my form, I'm out. Yeah, if it's one of those, like, really bulky, yeah. like, kind of 90s ones, with especially the, the ones that are, like, actual raincoats that have the sort of capelet thing on the top, yeah. that's not flattering on anybody. No. All right, but let's, okay, let's take a step back here mm-hmm. and remember that on the way to visit Dracula... They're going by photos of him, portraits of him, just like killing it left True. and right, just like <laughs> selfie station. Yes. So you know he's rocking whatever it is. He looks good in whatever he wears. <laughs> he's not wearing. And right uh-huh. now it is a leather duster. He is. I'm just not seeing taco in it. That's that's my right. Oh, that's fair. my pitch on this. Yeah, I don't think. I, don't I just want to make sure we all know Dracula looks dope as fuck. And I appreciate yes. it so much. <laughs> I do. It's a man who knows. I would what he's like about. to see fan art of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely, please and thank you. <laughs> but so then, does he attack them when they when they pass? Well, first, first Griffin has to get a Castlevania Symphony of the Night reference in, which was very important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. So he has to run back and make that, and then, then, in <laughs> fact, there, then they roll initiative and have to fight. Right. So I would assume that this is the Castlevania Dracula. Hmm. I mean, is he always? This isn't the Dracula. Of Dracula, this is Castlevania right. Dracula. Now, was it Dracula or was he it knows Alucard? Him. It's actually, in, in, in Symphony of the Night, it is Dracula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in, in, in Symphony of the Night, I'm pretty sure it is Dracula and not Alucard. I'm looking it up. They just call him Dracula. Okay, right. There's, all right, and then I look at Symphony of the Night. Okay, all right. <laughs> That's what I thought. Wait, is this guy Dracula or is this guy uh, your hero? Are they the same? Let's see. What is a man? Who, who? What is a man? <laughs> what's a what's a god to a non-believer? We've lost Nell. She's just <laughs> just thinking about Castlevania now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll just be silent the rest of the show. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, because I always got All a little right, so... confused with Castlevania, because there's like always the young pretty dudes, but then there's the guy with like. Who's like half old and like kind of a beard, and I don't understand. Is he the mentor? I've never played Castlevania. <laughs> I think that that's Dracula, half old and kind oh, of a beard. Wow. What? Uh, I don't no. think that is Dracula. Uh, it's been a long time, but I don't think that's Dracula. I think that's Dracula. I looked up Dracula specifically. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, this is gonna be a poll. Who? Who is Dracula? <laughs> Nobody's listening to the show anymore. Okay. Uh, so is off. it... Um, oh. Oh, oh. I well, remember his this. first move. Okay. I remember this part. Yeah. Go. His first move is he tries to entrance them. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he succeeds. And he gets Magnus. Ah, now, see, so I, have to, I have to ask you guys. Please. Did I'm pretty sure one of the last live shows I said it must have been the last one. And I don't know if it was on mic. Didn't I ask you guys, like, say they have to do one where they have to fight Magnus now because he, you know, he always wins against the bad guys. So they have to have him fight them. I'll believe the rest of the party. Did I not say this? I'm pretty sure I I did. I think you did say this. And the soothsayer, she knows what up. (laughs) She does know what up. I was very delighted. (laughs) Or, um, guys, 
What's Griffin that? is hacking in. <gasps> and he's not even he's not even listening to the show. He just hacked into our Skype call because that was off mic. Like, <laughs> he's just reading our diaries. Griffin. <laughs> Griffin. Griffin, give me a bunny. Griffin. <laughs> Griffin. Bunnies. <laughs> But I do think you're right. That sounds familiar. And here we are, having to fight Magnus. But here's what I will say. Since we're still on the topic of uh, of, of Griffin and his um, his chicanery, if you will. So Magnus gets uh, entranced, which means he's going to attack his friends. And mm-hmm. um, he tries to attack Taco and gets a crit miss. And uh, Griffin keeps trying to explain <laughs> away why this is the case, but uh, I'm sorry, excuse me. I think we all know why this is. He's low-key in love with Taco. Thank you so much. He's not going to hurt him. Although he still knows. goes for a second attack. He definitely gets in a second attack, but like for a moment, for a moment, before he was fully entranced, he was like, I can't hurt him. That Look was how beautiful it. he is. I was like, Magnus is fighting so hard. Mm-hmm. Against it. You can only fight for so long. Only, right. Dracula's really strong. He's very powerful. It was just very funny to me that Griffin kept trying to, like, reason this out, which was similar to their last live show when Justin called him on that shit, too. Like, Magnus, (laughs) maybe sometimes you just miss. And maybe this time it's because you're low-key in love with Taco. Do not at me. He is dressed as him. Maybe he thought it was him. saying. That he was attacking. Brittany, why are you going to shoot my theory to the ground? (laughs) I mean, why I thought you were you on my side here. Flattery or imitation is the purest form of flattery. Is that what it is? Something like Something that. Along those lines. Yes. Imitation means you're in love with someone. I think that's the one. Is how it actually goes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so there it is. That's it. Done. He does hit. We're, him. we're finished recording. Bye, guys. Magnus does do a hit for a lot because he's a baby yeah, wizard. Yeah. He's not a baby wizard. He's a very strong wizard. He's a strong, no capable AC. wizard. But Come again, on. the key word there is in the end, he's a wizard. So like... <laughs> yeah. Well, thank it God just he think didn't how much... use the sword. He didn't use Taco's own sword <laughs> against him. Thank goodness. Just think how much worse right. it would have been if Clint had not had the foresight to cast Shield of Faith. True. It didn't do anything for him. No, I was glad. When, the way he paused, I was like, oh my God, if he... <laughs> Is to Magnus. <laughs> I can't. I can't with that. He was like, uh, mm, uh, mm, uh talk. Uh, I was mm. like, thank God. <laughs> um, and I want to remind everybody, he still looks like a footstool. Oh, and Taco still looks like true. Captain Ron. <laughs> oh, God, that's true. I... <laughs> I have such an idea of what Merle sudden like I suddenly am overcome with exactly what Merle looks like as a footstool. I'm gonna draw it now Please as we draw. all chat to each other. Thank you. So you guys just keep on with the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we, we didn't we didn't mention that they had taken some other things from the kitchen when they took the weapon that they they took oh. uh, some holy water and some garlic <gasps> and garlic. Taco decides to use True. the garlic garlic bomb and just try to like throw it into Dracula's mouth. <laughs> Which, of course, does not work. He's just, like, totally cool with it. He loves it. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> oh, it's his weakness. Like, people have a weakness to chocolate. <laughs> Very good. And that the holy water has a little sign on it that says, oh, don't drink this. <laughs> Amazing. And so, yeah, right, because neither one of those works. No, it well they don't try the holy well, water, well. but they do try the garlic, and it doesn't work. And then it is Merle's. It's Merle's turn again at that point, or it is Merle's turn. Yeah, 
Um, it's and it's Merle's he, turn, and he goes straight to dispel so magic proud. like a genius. So, so proud of him. So again, proud. Clint. Clint pulls it. Like again, he plays kind of the goofy dad. The what am I doing? What page is this on? How do we do this? But consistently, like remember to use perception. Hit that zone of truth so hard, and then dispel magic. I'm like, good job. So proud. He was very, he was very on point with his spells this episode. Does Magnus even? I don't even remember what happens here. He gets Magnus gets a sneak attack in, oh, right. which, which Griffin oh, yeah. he does make a good argument, and Griffin lets him get away with. And I do think that makes sense yeah. in the in, in in the course of the game that he gets a sneak attack in with the uh, with the whip. So we find out that it is in fact effective, going to be very effective against Dracula. Yes. And then uh, Taco's turn, he uses sunburst so centered smart. on Dracula's butt. <laughs> That was it. Which admittedly, like, does not go that great for them exactly because they are sort of in range, but it does work. And then Dracula turns into mist and flees. Right. Through a painting. Oh, yeah. Through a painting, yes. Which presumably <laughs> is has, like, a wall behind it, but Magnus runs at it anyway. Definitely. If you're mist, you can go wherever. It doesn't yeah. matter. Right. <laughs> I would not have thought, Magnus oh. takes that chance. Right. I would not have thought that that's a false wall. I can now get through. Right. I but would it think that's missed. It goes where it wants. I love the idea of Magnus like running straight through this painting like a football player coming onto the field. Mm-hmm. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and I could see that going south so easily if Griffin had wanted it mm-hmm. to. You smack uh, yeah, right yeah. into the wall. Congratulations, right. ding dong. You lost a tooth. <laughs> Take 15 bludgeoning damage. You dumb dumb. You beautiful idiot. <laughs> But it but it does work. Yeah. And Merle follows, like, hold on, what happened? As we're all like, whoa, <laughs> that actually worked. Okay. Yeah. And they end up in the room with the coffin. Right. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Before they open it, which I appreciated this, Taco sprinkles salt around it and Merle sprinkles pepper. Because just to be sure, because we're totally it. safe. They find there's one adventure and maybe this is our girl's buddy. Who had no partner. Oh, yeah. Still stuck on that. Because there's mm, the decrepit remains of, of an adventurer that got this far, and there's nothing left but a wooden stake. Uh. And Magnus grabs it, and in his true carpenter sense, sharpens it up a little bit. You got it. And then this is where the holy water comes into play. Right. And Merle puts some holy water on it. So it's like, this thing is OP now. Please nerf. This wooden stake is as overpowered as you could make it. I guess you could say they they buffed the Vampire Slayer. Oh. oh. And we're done. We can't. Good night, everybody. Else. There's nothing better. That's a series wrap on Romancing the Dead. Uh, we made you. it a year and dealt a final blow <laughs> to all of us. And uh, we'll see you later. We'll see you on our new show. I can't think of it. Romancing the zone. And it's just Anne (laughs) being like, I'm going to dunk on all of you. (laughs) She's just out here killing everybody's shows with how clever she is. I keep waiting to get ejected from podcasts and maybe today will be the day. (laughs) That's what she's trying to do. Podcast ways are going to show up. (laughs) Uh, well, I don't want to continue. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what is there else to say? Just kidding. So they, yes, this is this uh, 
mistake is OP. But they don't stab him. Well, they open the coffin and <gasps> nothing's there. Oh, wait, he's not there. Darkness there and nothing more. Ooh. <laughs> Nevermore. Where is he? He he falls through the ceiling. Ew. The glass through the glass <laughs> well, through the glass dome of this, like smashes through the glass dome of this observatory. Okay. And they all get like kind of sliced up by the falling the falling glass. Oh. But yeah, so there's like oh. like his uh, Is he in It's like his he final full, form. Like, scary vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's now he's like a big monster right. dude. Because that's what happens, right? That you was you, like, my guy. beat the initial one, and then you got to fight the like final form. It's your classic final he fantasy from... battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he went from a Nell form to a B form. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how we do. There, yeah, and this is his like. He's got wings. He's bigger. But they've got this like whip that they know can hurt him. Yeah. And I think I think Magnus does initially attack him once, and then decides like for the before the second attack. That like somehow they have to come up with a D and D mechanic for basically just taping a bunch of weapons together sure. because he just secures like the whip and the stake and the chance lance to try to use against him, <laughs> which admittedly does kind of work. Like it doesn't kill him, but it works. I mean, mm-hmm. as it should. The ultimate weapon. Because <laughs> yeah, I remember this fight happening. What was I even doing while I was listening to this episode? I must have been working or something. Because I remember the fight, and I remember the end of the fight, but this part's all kind of a blur to me. Well, it's not a very long fight. I mean, they they get their Devo joke in. Um, oh right, as well they Whip should. It good, of course. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, he he sticks the hybrid Chance Lance thing into him and and does some damage, but it kind of looks like it's gonna go south. And Taco's turn. Justin has like a major spark of inspiration and uses his one use only transmuter stone hell yeah um on a setting that can like cure diseases and curses yes and just kind of like strolls up and smacks him in the kneecap in the kneecap he can and reach that's, that. that that's it but yeah they have this very dramatic sort of dispelling of his evil dracula powers because it it works like he rolls well and it works um i, d- I did like travis's joke that now he's Derek reginald acula instead of dracula <laughs> absolutely that was extremely good. my cat's new name yes Wait, the, you just implied that your cat has a already had a middle and last name besides just Derek? Yes, the cat. <laughs> Derek TC. <laughs> Derek Topcat. <laughs> but yeah, so now they've they've got this this guy formerly known as Dracula <laughs> who they decide to recruit for HR. I would say they still recruit him. They still want him. Yeah. 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 I mean, you gotta want to party with this guy. They've seen his selfies. They've seen they've seen what he's about. You got that's a guy you keep around. And even then, they're I like love re- the duster because capes are passe. Dusters are in. It works on him, Mama. Hey, ten out of ten mamas agree that dusters are where it's at. <laughs> this is true. This is true. He's he and he doesn't Dennis Reynolds it. He's not wearing it without a shirt. So like he's yeah. The cologne smell isn't everywhere. It's a good look. It works for him. Because then this is where Taco tells him to jump on him, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, because they, they, they have a problem here, which is that now that right. he's not Dracula anymore, the, like, mystical castle isn't going to be there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that castle's coming. The visual here, Brittany's already so- laughing, and I'm totally with you. The visual here is so funny. Of Like... 
Because first, yeah, Taco's like, hop on, which is hilarious in itself. No, Taco, don't. So then he jumps on Magnus. And they both get to the elevator. This is where, hold on, hold on. Oh, please. This is where I got confused. Uh Uh-huh. So I understood that Taco said to get on his back. (laughs) And so Drac is on Taco's back. And then the way I heard it was that Taco jumped on Magnus's back. (laughs) So we had a tower of boys. Boy tower. Boy Tower yes. featuring Merle. And I don't think that's uh, what happened, but no, that's what happened that's right. in this old noggin. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's beautiful up here. I definitely thought, yeah, he was on Taco and then he switched over to Magnus, but I love your yeah, I, I'm beautiful pretty vision. Sure. But, but yeah, I mean, you can, you know, whatever floats your boat, <laughs> I think you can roll with it. <laughs> Who all makes it, because then they make it back to the elevator, but Merle doesn't. Well, Merle does not, which, I mean, that's one of those beautiful moments where sometimes the dice really screw you, and even, but sometimes they screw you in, like, a really beautiful way, because right. it seems so perfect that poor Merle, because his legs are shorter, can't sure. keep up as they're trying to run through this rapidly vanishing uh, castle. But but it works out, because, again, very on point Clinton McElroy is falling past them as they're in the elevator, and they're like, oops. And then he remembers that he has the vroom broom. Vroom broom! As Magnus is and going again, to try to whip him. the visual of Merle just falling <laughs> as they're going down. Like, oh shit! Just like a nice sort of, sort of shaky, sort of scary elevator ride. Oh, there goes our friend tumbling past us. Oh, don't worry. He's got his broom. He's good. Although the the two Frankenstein's did not fare so well. I did. <laughs> the Frankenstein's like, did the not. The comedy of this or moment Dracula's is so box perfect. of important documents. <laughs> the yes. Documents. Oh my god. Again, just so fucking funny because you just pictured like a shitty little cardboard box like tumbling, yeah, just papers like flying everywhere. Box. <laughs> the two <laughs> The two Frankenstein. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, just slapstick comedy. Uh, it's those background visuals that's the best, because I, I picture it, the four of them yeah. standing on the bluff like, ooh. <laughs> I, yikes. There go all of his documents. Oh, ooh, no. there go the two Frankensteins. <laughs> Shit. Uh, but so the good news is, here's though, okay, so then after those things fall away, down to the sea below, R.I.P. in peace, uh, Taco says that they all live on the moon, which I'm like, oh, still? <laughs> all right. I'm into this idea. Well, it hadn't been that, that long, right? I think, I think oh, that, that maybe it's some of the live shows. It's only a year now? Yeah, I think the live, and I'm not sure if the live shows are actually in chronological order. We would have to, like, somebody has to do a deep dive on that. I'm not sure that it's going to be me, because I'm, I'm not, I'm not quite, mm. uh, that concerned about the continuity right. of when exactly they live where, but somebody will do. Yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think they're they're still living on the on the moon. Apparently, got it. I mean, it's rent controlled. Hey, uh, if nothing else, this means that by the time they do start going off on their own, we'll always know that like Dracula's up there hanging out with like Avi, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm into that. And he knows the Wolfman, you guys. You guys. He doesn't. He knows the Wolfman. I know a Wolfman. His name is Clark. <laughs> I know a Wolfman. His name is... Oh, shit. What is his name? Oh, no. Uh-oh. Earl? Uh-oh. Merle. Uh-oh. No. No. Errol. 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 I got it. She got it eventually. It's been a long time. Bernie, it's been two weeks. <laughs> this is the combo. Bernie, I just had this lunch with Errol. Threads. Do you want me to tell him what you just said? So, did, 
Did anyone else get nervous when Griffin started like laying into it, becoming a little old hat, becoming a little passe to keep going on these adventures? Was anybody else getting a little like, what are you, what are you saying? What? No, I didn't. Yeah, get no, that. I. Yeah, so, I caught and that. you know what I mean. Bernie yeah. Well, doesn't know what I'm talking about. I don't, because there was a wolf man mm. involved. So, I was yeah, very so you just on that. did not hear the conversation immediately it's after not. that, which was about like I was. Oh, you I know. was already writing my fan fiction about the wolf man joining them. So. Yeah. Well, Griffin starts writing his own fan fiction at this point, and I guess, I'm because gonna read. Yeah, it. because he starts saying about um, you know, that they've they've been on all these adventures and they're sort of used to the injuries and stuff but then you know taco's got like some fresh bleeding cut and, and magnus looks over at it and it looks kind of tasty hell yeah girl <laughs> because you have to mm-hmm. put a stinger on the episode which of course i'm i'm sure that is not that is i mean like you can't just turn <laughs> into a vampire because you stood near one that's not how that works it's so <laughs> how diseases work and d- draculism isn't a disease everybody we can't stress this enough <laughs> uh but also i'm i'm reading that fanfic <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure I could hear the furious sound of tapping on keyboards like the second the second that this episode <laughs> as soon ended. As he's describing like Magnus noticing a cut on Taco. I'm like, hold up, what? I'm sorry. He knows, he knows what everybody's into. He lets them have it their fun. Super floral. There's room for everybody. And then Taco becomes his own personal brand of heroin, and then we get Twilight. Lion and the Lamb. There it is. Full circle. We finally brought it back to Twilight, everybody. That's what we've been trying to do since day one on this show. Oh, it took us a goddamn year and a month. We made it. We did it. Thanks for being along for the ride. Is there anything we missed on our notes that we want to bring up now? I don't think so. Uh, let's uh, let's get that poll. I, I always forget what my song know. is for the poll. I don't, I don't ever remember what our poll was about. Oh, I'll tell you exactly what it's about because I remember. Hang on. I'm checking my other... Um, my other notifications first. Oh my god. <laughs> Hold on, let me send out this tweet first. Let me just uh, compose a tweet real quick. <laughs> quick selfie. What time is Ooh, it? Done. It's time yeah. for the poll. It's something like that. <laughs> it's that time again. It's, it's time, time for, for the poll. poll. That's it. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. It's time for the poll. Okay, so last time we wanted to know what you thought the goat goat boys were trying to grow. Ah, that was that it. was the one. And the answer with 46% of the vote was goat weed, of course. <laughs> of course. Which was the boys' answer. All of our answers were pretty close as far as people answering between Magic Beanstalk, Grow Monsters, a.k.a. those water toys, and Hot Dog Tree, which was the best thing I could think of. Thank you so much, everybody who voted with me. <laughs> so for this poll, we're wondering... Who do you think will be Drax's new best friend over at the Bureau? We will have that poll up over on Twitter, at RomancingZone. And we will meet you back here in two weeks, where I think we'll be back in Kepler, but who even knows? Till then, thank you so much for listening. I'm Nell Bailey. I'm Brittany Bailey. And I'm Ann Kern. And we've been Romancing the Zone. Romancing the Zone.